welcome to the What Does Happy Look Like podcast. I'm Sally Leslie, I'm the co-host of the podcast and today we're going to be talking about relationships. We have an amazing expert on the show today so I'm going to pass you over to my co-host Mary Despay and she will introduce our special guest today. Over to you Mary. Sally, very excited for today's episode. It's with my friend, Samantha Kaawa. Um, she is a certified women's relationship coach, a licensed marriage and family therapist in the state of Hawaii, and founder of The Gems. And super excited to have you on today, Sam. Um, I would love it if you could tell us a little bit about you and also what the GEMS stands for. I figured I'd leave that to you. Oh, thank you, Mary. I am so honored to be here. So first and foremost, thank you for having me. Um, and thank you for having allowing me to share my message and who I am. So the GEMS, it actually stands for the gift of each meaningful moment shared. And the mm -hmm. reason why it's so important for me to highlight that um, is because I love working with women um, and their relationships. So I, I know you know this, but the people listening may not know this, that uh -huh. the reason why I work with women in their relationships is because I was once that, that woman who was basically on the brink of divorce, that was about mm -hmm. to lose my marriage, had three kids that uh, you know, we were raising, there were really young girls at that time. I think they were about, um, it was about four and a half years ago. So nine, uh, like two and one or three mm -hmm. and three and two around that, around those ages. So they were very young and we were really going through some rough times in our relationship. So what I found along that journey is that really it only takes one person to truly start that transformation in a relationship. And that's what I love helping women do in for their own relationships. Great. Well, you know, it's interesting because this is, you know, relationships in general are pretty difficult to be in. And, you know, they're also pretty wonderful to be in if you're in the right situation. You know, from your perspective, what would you say are you know the key essentials or the key ingredients to having a really healthy and happy relationship? Mm, that's such a good question. <laughs> Tell the us the secret. Yeah, the secrets. <laughs> um, well, first and foremost, communication is key um, to be able to articulate your feelings and your thoughts and. I feel like I place that ahead of even having common goals and values, because even if you do have common goals and values, you're, and you're not able to articulate that, it really sets you up for more challenges along the way. Um, but like I said, those two things are really important. So communication, being able to communicate your feelings, especially mm -hmm. when things are rising up to the surface and they're feeling more challenging, and then having, you know, clear, common goals and values in your relationship and moving towards them together is really important. And if I were to pick just one more thing, 
Um, it would be having fun. I really think that many relationships lose a lot of the fun early on, you know, after you get married or after you have children, we tend to forget what fun looks like in our love life. So those are three of the top ones. I'm, there's many, many more, but those are the main ones that I create happy happiness in your relationship, in your love life. What do you see as a the main source of discord in relationships? Yeah, so the main things, you know, if I were to pick the top things that cause relationship relationships to become challenging, I guess, <laughs> for, for lack of a better way mm -hmm. to say that. Um, one, the first and foremost one that encompasses maybe all of relationship challenges has to do with a disalignment of core values and beliefs. So whether it has to do with religion, you know, or spirituality and money, how you deal with your money, um, parenting, is also a big, mm. a big thing that causes um, some conflict in relationships. Those tend to be the top three. Um, and kind of right below that, I find that intimacy, right? There's a misalignment mm. with, with the expectations around sex, the expectations around what intimacy is for each partner and, and how much of it you want, right? So yeah. Again, it, it falls under that umbrella of the lack of communication around your core values and beliefs. And, but those are some of the, I guess, topics that tend to rise up to the surface the most in, in what I've seen in couples. It's so interesting because, you know, these reasons and sources of discord and what are essential success factors to relationships they all make sense to me but i know and you know this is really from my own personal experience and i'm sure people share these things you know it starts out a certain way but some of those things that you discussed you know they're pretty I don't want to say heavy topics, but they are significant. And mm -hmm. so you might have situations where, you know, you're compatible or in agreement and you discover certain things that, you know, like, hmm, okay, I see, you know, just with time that things might be a bit different. So I know that people find themselves in, you know, say a situation where there might be just discovering something. Is there any advice or insight that you have? Yes. Um, you know, what you described is exactly what I went through <laughs> with my marriage, <laughs> mainly because we were together oh. at such a young oh, age. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were mm -hmm. high school sweethearts, had our first daughter right out of high school, you know, jumped into college wow. and working full time, and then decided to get married, you know, buy a house, have more kids. And so <laughs> we've been wow. through the stages of life together we grew up together yeah. so what you're describing about how your values and your interests and your growths you know impact your relationship is absolutely spot on and so my advice in that in those moments really is to lean into being true to yourself that many times you know especially me jumping into a relationship in high school yeah. i didn't know who i was you know, and it was not only a journey of discovering who we were in our 
relationship, but it was also a journey of discovering who I was as a person, as a spiritual being, having a human experience, et cetera, et cetera, right? So I always like to support my women and my couples in, in really just going back to the basic of, you know, who am I? And mm and staying true to that and bringing that authentic self into the relationship because I've seen love prevail over things that, you know, we would, most of us would walk away from, but it prevails because, you know, the, the two people coming into the relationship have found their themselves, right? They fell in love with themselves before they fell in love with the relationship, or if they're in it, already they go back to learning how to love themselves and return to the relationship as whole beings so that's really what I did with my my husband when we were on the brink of divorce was I had to a little bit retreat you know retreat back into discovering who I was again I think I lost myself in being a mom I lost myself in being a a student uh, a wife Mm -hmm. and when you get to that place and you're like, who am I? Like, what's going on? Right. It, it, um, is so valuable to step back and just say, let me just go find me again. Let me just learn how to love me. And then I can return to this relationship whole. Does that, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, that, okay. that does. And, you know, you, you said a few things that I think certainly resonates with me and I'm sure a lot of people listening that it is pretty easy to forget you know what makes you happy and what Mm -hmm. is what's the essence of you because we wear so many hats and play so many roles I mean I think you know if you're say the mother figure in a family you know certainly this is true you know Mm -hmm. you're all those things and plus you know in your situation you know, going through the cycle of life, certainly I was not the same, like how I am now than how I was back when I was 17 or 18, right? I've gone through yeah. a lot of things. So I can only imagine, you know, we lose ourselves somewhere. So I think that's great advice to, you know, just bring it back home and remember what makes you and what keeps yes. you happy and what's the essence of you. So, yes. so I do have a question. I mean, we do ask people, how they develop their version of happiness, since this is what we talk about on this podcast, Mm -hmm. you know, it all points to some sort of event in life that really changed the course of their life or had some sort of impact. Um, Since you did share that, you know, you married your high school sweetheart and, you know, you had a child when you were a teenager. I mean, I'm wondering, Mm -hmm. was that your point of a single pointed event in your life that changed your life it was definitely one of them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) where um it was one of the many events for sure but I do I don't want I don't I don't think that was the moment that I was able to find happiness it was the starting Mm -hmm. point for sure um the moment that I feel really led me to discover what true happiness looked like in my life was you know it's 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 quite a conundrum of you know you would think like that you know what I'm gonna say (laughs) you're like huh (laughs) but really 
my darkest night of my soul led to my discovery of happiness. So, Mm. you know, what I found is that in contrast, we live in a a world of duality in this human experience. And in contrast, we're able to see um, kind of in the darkness, we see the light, right? So for me, being at the depths of almost losing at that, at that point in time, you know, it wasn't just one single moment. It was a few over the course of a few months. And what had happened was I found out that my husband was hiding an addiction behind my back for 10 years. So it really spiraled our relationship down, you know, quickly. And at that time I was also, um, about to take my comprehensive examination for my master's degree in marriage and family therapy. Uh, During that same time, my husband almost lost his foot in a work accident. I, over the course of those months, I went through a heart procedure where I had to, you know, spend eight hours awake on the surgery table to fix my heart condition. And then I also almost lost my grandmother who was is the is the matriarch of our family and who raised me so that darkness that I I went through over the course I think you know this a span of months at that point um really shook me to the core to a place where I found more of my spirituality and from there I really began to understand the essence of what happiness is. And I, to be honest, I feel like I align happiness with the energy of love and, Mm -hmm. and discovering that our true essence is pure love. I was able to start to see the light in me and start to learn really how to love me and love life and love the people around me. And once I was able to do that, once I was able to truly love myself, then love the people around me and then love the experiences that I was having, even the dark ones, I found joy in them. I found happiness in them because it gave me the gift of a rebirth in my marriage. It gave me the Mm. gift of becoming a better mom. It gave me the gift of, you know, not taking life for granted that there was, life is limited in this human experience. And, you know, we get to choose how we want to spend the time that we do have. And all of that really encompassed me learning what true happiness looked like. And it's, it's not something that you go out there and get, it's something that you cultivate. It's something that you can create from the inside out. And, and yeah, so although having my daughter at such a young age Um, was truly the start of the gift that I was to receive years later. Mm -hmm. Um, It, yeah, it it wasn't until I hit that really dark hour in my life that I was able to see the light of what true happiness looked like. So who or what inspires you, Samantha, in your life? First and foremost, I want to say that my children inspire me every single day. Um, Being a mom, I, I know that I, I knew that I wanted to be a mom at a young age, but it didn't dawn on me what the blessings that it would bring, motherhood would bring. And the reason why my girls, 
my three girls inspire me so much is because they like talk about the true essence of happiness and love. Like they <laughs> emanate that because there's the innocence that lives within them. Just they find the simple joys of life and they inspire me to be more creative. They inspire me to love a little harder, love a little more. Right. And, and really enjoy just life in general. So they're three of my biggest inspirations. Um, and what else inspires me to really do what I do is, you know, again, I'm going to go back to the contrast and things right, right now, our world is um, so disconnected. And I grew up, you know, culturally, and in our society with so much divorce around me. I, my parents were divorced, my aunties and uncles were divorced. Um, my grandmother got divorced to empower wow. herself. Like she was shifting mm -hmm. through a generational cultural change that she stood up to, to something that she was not supposed to do, which was get a divorce. Wow. Um, but then it led to more disconnect in relationships in my mom's generation. And so, yeah, just seeing people um, walk away so quickly from an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to evolve, mm -hmm. inspires me to do the work that I do. Because I don't believe that every marriage is meant to stay together. I'm very <laughs> happy that my parents got divorced because of the toxicity mm -hmm. that I would have experienced had they stayed together. However, mm -hmm. I don't think that every marriage is doomed either, that there is hope that can be um, shared with these couples and there is growth that can be had in the relationship that people are in in the moment. And it just continues to inspire me to share my transformation and my relationship and hold space that it's possible for all these other couples, you know, especially the women who have the cycle of unhealthy relationships, holding the space for them that it's possible for them too. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I think I would say for myself, I'm the flip side of you know, the people and couples and families around me and what I grew up with, everyone that I knew up until I would say college, mm -hmm. every family had stayed together. Wow. And so that's what I had seen. But I mean, to your point, Samantha, I mean, you learn things from the scenarios that you're in good and bad. And I think what I didn't see was the bravery I think that to go against the grain mm -hmm. and to have the courage that many people, I think that you just mentioned, even in your own family, you know, it takes a lot of guts <laughs> to, yes. you know, really do something that's different and not to say that you shouldn't stay together. I mean, same sort of thing, but I think what is interesting is that what you do see around you, you know, there will be good and bad, and just really using that in its duality, as you mentioned, to help you understand and, and develop your insight and your opinions and, and really help solidify who you are and what you believe in. I mean, I think in retrospect, I think I would have liked to see a bit more of just standing up for yourself and having 
the individual courage just from my own personal experience. Mm -hmm. And that is actually something much later on in life I learned, but um, you know, I'm glad I learned that lesson eventually. Um, but I think, yeah, it would have been interesting to learn that or see that more often when I was younger because I probably would not have seen it as a bad thing. Right. So, yeah. Right. And it's um, just to add to that, it, I think in our society up until now, it's been very black or white, right? It's either we stay together for religious reasons or because our culture says so, and we stick it out and we suck it up and we don't stand up mm -hmm. for what we want and what we believe in, or it's quick to divorce and get out. And, you know, I'm an independent woman and I don't need you as a man, <laughs> you know, and, and it's right. like, well, where's the middle ground here? You know, mm -hmm. how do we find where we can both be happy and still be our true authentic selves and, and not have to come to such drastic measures. Right. And I feel like that's really what I'm trying to emanate and and share with the world that it doesn't have to be so polarized so I know that you had decided to become an entrepreneur you know within the last few years I'm just kind of curious you know what was the motivation to go out on your own and to do it you know as your own company like what was yeah just tell me about the thought process around that absolutely well I always had it, you know, in my mind to open up a private practice once I got licensed as a marriage and family therapist. But along the way, I, you know, I realized that the way that our society was run, and not that I have anything against it, and I don't appreciate and value it, but I didn't agree with the way that I was being told by insurance company what my worth was and um, how and how to conduct my, you know, sessions, how many sessions we're allowed to do and, you know, what mm. extent we could do it. That for me felt very limiting um, in the therapy field and world. And I really wanted to step out on a limb. And when I found coaching as a career path, you know, I still do both. But when I found coaching, I found a lot more opportunity to truly help people transform their lives outside of the constructs of, you know, our insurance companies or society or our money telling us what we can and cannot do <laughs> as yeah. far as it needs to be X amount of sessions for X amount of years. And it's a long drawn out process. I've learned it through coaching and that modality that transformation can actually be quite quick. And so yeah. one of the reasons why I, I kind of jumped ship and headed into the entrepreneurial world was because I, I wanted to shake it up. I didn't want to follow the, um, the I guess the rules, but <laughs> um, I, I, I saw a better way. And I knew that yeah. this was an opportunity for me to give more people different options to really transform their life and especially their relationships. Yeah. We ask all our guests to the show, what does happy look like to you? Happy in my life really looks like 
and just to paint you a picture, you know, one of the images that I hold for happiness is my husband and my three girls you know, dancing in the living room, whether it's to a YouTube video or Alexa <laughs> playing music, we nice. you know, just get up and dance together and really just lose track of time and space. And for me, that is true happiness in that moment. And, and beyond that, um, I feel like it's living into our our passion and our purpose and that's really another driving force for me for my daughters is to let them see me go after my dreams and it giving them permission to go after theirs and when we're really living from our true essence being our authentic self living from a place of love and following all of our dreams I you know to me that's what happiness is and that's really what we focus on as a family is to encourage each other to follow each other's dreams we help each other in whatever way we possibly can we're each other's greatest cheerleaders and um yeah living that with my family is is priceless for sure that's awesome you know we thank you so much for being on our podcast today and you know Samantha in uh for people who want to get a hold of you please let us know right now where where they can reach out to you absolutely um you can visit me at my website which has a lot of different options on how to reach me and that is www.thegems the t-h-e-g-e-m-m-s.com or you can reach out to my business line, which is 808-707-7997. You can either text or call and reach out anytime. Um, and finally, I'll give you my email address, I guess, if that's easier too. It's just <laughs> yeah, Samantha it. at the gems.com. So yeah, Samantha awesome. at the So we're going to include all this on the episode um, summary. So if you didn't get that, be sure to check out um, just the episode description. It'll have all those ways that you can reach out to Samantha. But thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to um, meeting all of your beautiful followers and listeners. And that wraps it up for this week's episode on the What Does Happy Look Like podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We will have more news on our next guest in a few weeks. But until then, have a lovely week. <laughs>